If you give an Ammonite a Sunstone, it evolves into Amadei. Welcome to Daycare Dittos. Oh, that, that was a nice bad. dad joke. That was a... Wonderfully dad. Yeah, wonderfully dad. I've There's one that's not dad. Do you want me to go for the raunchy one? <laughs> of course, this is daycare dittos. Praise be. This one, you have to imagine it's like the, the super nerd in uh, the bottom of Mount Moon saying this. That's how I always see you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you give me... If you try to give me that dome, you can helix these balls. Welcome <laughs> to Daycare Ditto. Well, that one doesn't make sense. It's just you saying balls. N- no. Dome and, and lick. And helix. Dome yeah. and helix. Those are the two fossils. I thought it was going to be something about tentacles. Oh, yeah. Tentacles uh... are good for hentai. <laughs> Welcome to Daycare Ditto's. Can I see any good hentai lately? I can just never stick with the plot. <laughs> no, but if you if you want to send some my way, I'm always looking. I um, man. So I've been <laughs> all I, I all I've been doing is just I've been obsessed. I I want to read Pokemon. I know I should be reading Pokemon. All I've been doing is reading Haikyuu. Uh, all I've been doing is watching good boys playing high school volleyball and getting really into it. And um, I'm totally into it now. And uh, every once in a while, the <clears throat> cover page will have them in uh, little Halloween costumes. And I'll think it's just so cute. That's sweet. I hear really good things. I'm very into sports anime, too. Like... There's a short one called Ping Pong the Animation. Yeah. And oh boy, is that a treat. My friend Pat was really into that one as well. I watched a couple of episodes and then I just don't see it on anything. And I usually don't like go out looking. I just pick whatever's right in front of me. And that just happens to be Haikyuu right now. Totally into it. Love it. Everybody should read Haikyuu. Does it make you want to go play volleyball? It makes me want to go play volleyball. It makes me want to exercise. It makes me want to be my my best self. Uh, it makes me feel like I missed out because all these um, all these Japanese high schoolers are so short, and I could probably stuff each and every one of them. Uh, <laughs> Peter. Yeah. I I kind of I think out of everybody here, really know best about your volleyball career. <laughs> yeah it wasn't that um <laughs> we uh I, I believe so peter and i were on the same we had our own volleyball team in gym and uh if i remember our record i don't remember how many losses but i remember there were zero wins <laughs> oh sounds like me after i wrecked my leg in high school oh no we were perfectly healthy <laughs> just real yeah. bad but we had special uh like code words that we and formations that we'd yell out. Yeah. Like okay, well, uh, we need some examples. Operation Thunder Punch. Yeah, that was the that was the the good one, the best one. I think we were punching the ball in, in yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one, you punch the ball as hard as you can under the net and try to hit the the person that you don't like on the other team. Maybe we just didn't know the rules. <laughs> and then there was Operation Soaring Eagle. 
I was where, actually really trying to. Were you? I was. I tried at points, but I was just bad. Operation Soaring Eagle is the front row gets on their hands and knees, and the back row tries to jump off their back and spike the ball. So, what did your like gym teacher say when they? Oh, they were know? watching. Oh, at this okay, at okay. this point, we had broken them down. <laughs> yeah. We used to make our own jerseys and bring pump up mixtapes. I had a oh, helmet. Shit. So you guys were like like into this shit. Yeah, but we were bad. That's what right. made it fun. But that was the joke, right? I mean, we had fun. We yeah. like we didn't we tried when we wanted to, but we didn't really. We got very into badminton, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got super into badminton during gym class in high school. It was one of my most shameful moments. Is uh, during a game, I was just kept on like messing up, and I wanted to win so bad. And this is why I don't compete in anything anymore because. I got really, really angry, and everybody was telling me to to calm down and cool down, and I was like, "No, I'm so mad! I'm so mad!" And then, uh, and then, uh, girls looked at me funny, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I don't know I'm what one it of is, those guys. Yeah, but there are just like certain activities or games or things that just like I don't know, like just make you so angry for like no fucking reason, you know. Yeah, it, it was basically, it, it boiled down to, I was having a good time, but I knew that if I won, I would be having a better time. <laughs> <laughs> you had a great teammate, though, for Batman. Yeah, friend uh, of the pod, and uh, uh, what episode Growlithe uh, guest was uh, Justin. Yes, it was. Yeah, we were the sex defenders. Yeah. What a great team name. Yeah. And then we were the paddle pussies for the uh, paddle ball. Yeah. Hand team jobbers. Yeah. That was after uh, somebody went to high school with me. He rest in peace, actually. Passed away a couple years ago. His uh, last name was Jobbers. So we named our team, our handball team after him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a, uh, and we had golf together as well, right? I think I was learning about dicks and uh, vaginas when you had golf. Okay, because you know how like all of us had to switch out to health or whatever. Yeah, can you teach me about those things one of these days? I think oh it's yeah, about by the time. way, dicks are the long ones. Vaginas <laughs> are the inside out dicks. Oh. Oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. So uh, Omni Omni has has ten dicks. <laughs> are, are those something else scientific? Uh, duh, didn't you read the Pokedex? It always says, Ammonite has ten dicks. And it also, swims by twisting its ten dicks around. <laughs> yeah, there's not... We always say, like, oh, this will be a quick one. I think we're finally hitting the Pokemon where they were like, fuck it. I got nothing. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, before we get started, hey, Steven, why don't you introduce us? Hmm? You mean the to the spiral Pokemon? Is that what you're saying? No, just introduce us as a podcast. Oh, oh uh, welcome to Daycare Dittos. Uh, my name is Steven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Peter. Um, I'm Sarah. This is, I feel like we're on the first day of school. And my name is Dave. 
Awesome. And we're here to talk about all of the Pokemon. Every Arceus, one of them. Yeah. And what's our team name? <laughs> team uh, Big I'm a fight. There's... Oh. Um, what team were you guys in Pokemon Go? Oh, I was the blue one because that's the best color. Team Valor. Which one's that one? The red one. Same. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I was the red one as well. There we go. See, yeah, red yellow, yellow sucks. It's a, it's a really terrible color. I remember yeah, when, those rules. Yeah, I remember rule. when the election happened, there was a meme of the map and all the red and blue states and whatnot. And it said, <laughs> damn Team Instinct still kick any gyms. <laughs> is, is t- Team Instinct the, was like they're the, yellow ones. the least popular one? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone gets shit on respectively for various reasons, but uh, poor guess, Team Instinct. They, don't, guess, they really don't have a lot of gems in my experience. Yeah. Are you guys more of a Team Aqua or a Team Magma? Team Aqua. Yeah, yeah all the way. Yeah. They got the, I like little horns on Magma's costume, but yeah. I like that they get anchor tattoos and stuff like that, or just like have anchors everywhere like anchors are their thing and i think that's really cool mm-hmm. anchors away yeah uh that's anchors away say. for uh pokemon number 138 um i thought i would have more to say about omanyte because he was very very pivotal in the twitch plays pokemon but <laughs> i i'm starting to realize that i've forgotten everything about twitch plays pokemon even though that was like during the time where i was the proudest to be uh like a lover and and uh cherisher of all things pokemon i i was watching it in college classes like on my phone (laughs) (laughs) while listening to lectures and stuff yeah i mean my dad remembers where he was when uh neil armstrong uh was uh on doing his uh moonwalk and when jfk was assassinated and i'll always remember uh where i was when uh twitch played pokemon (laughs) it was mostly in my room watching it on uh my computer that's uh when i learned what twitch was yeah i had no idea what twitch was before that i think right after that they did a a power rangers marathon too and i was like twitch you did you've done it again yeah (laughs) I'm only recently just getting into Twitch. I mean, I knew I knew of it for a while, but I uh, I'm starting to really enjoy it because uh, that was before. Of... Yeah, that was before Bezos got his greedy little grease hands. Oh yeah, on fuck it. that guy. But yeah, it's I don't really... I don't pay for Prime anymore because fuck that guy. Also, because yeah. Dave has it and he's a gem and lets me use his when I need it. <laughs> I love Twitch. I hate the fact that I'll be watching it and I'll be like drifting off to sleep and like it'll the phone will be on in my hands and then all of a sudden there will be four consecutive like 30 second loud ads blasting in my face waking me up <laughs> making me think that the world is ending <laughs> buffalo wild wings is here to announce a new flavor the spicy asshole that's what you'll get when you eat it. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know what it is, but oh. it destroys me, dude. Like, yeah, I don't even have, need to get like the spiciest one. It just 
destroys me. I don't think I go anywhere and order um, wings anymore because I don't think it ever made me feel good. The only place I really, really love wings is from Outback. Outback Steakhouse has the best fucking wings. I'll give it a go. I don't know why, but I like him with no sauce, just like dry. Jimmy G's has phenomenal wings. But you're Very right, true. Peter. I don't think I I don't think I trust wings anywhere else. I just I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, we're I too used old. to eat wings like it was a dare, but it yeah. was just for fun. Uh, you guys ever go to Cluck U? No. They have a wing. It's like Cluck University, but they made a funny joke like "fuck you." <laughs> like it's like the restaurant says "fuck you," but then. When you before you can get mad, they're like, just kidding. It's a college joke about chickens. And they have a sauce or had a sauce. I don't know if they still did. But back in college, we would go in uh, Morristown, New Jersey, where to get that sauce, you needed to sign a waiver. Um, so I signed the waiver and me and friend of the pod, Cody, uh, had this sauce and it scorched the skin off my lips. And I couldn't get my contacts out because my eyes were watering just because it was so hot that I had to take them out. And I my fingers smelled like the sauce for days. Like you couldn't wash it from your skin. And my lips literally were burned and it like burned the inside of my mouth and my esophagus. It was so hot. It was like it was a trick. How (laughs) much did you how much did you consume? Oh, a good amount. Dude. But it was very hot. <laughs> that's, and that's the, the moral of my story is if you need to be medically cleared to eat something. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. There's yeah. so many better things like, I don't know, an ice pop. That's fun. <laughs> Skittles are good. <laughs> and they're not going to make your butthole hurt when it comes out. So so did you have like really awful shits after that? Believe it or not, I don't. I think the shits were like bad, but not as bad as going in. It was so hot that just bringing them up to your face was like smelling salts. Oh my god! It was wild. It was a crazy experience. I had basically like a toothpick tip of like an ultra hot sauce once, and that was enough to make me realize that once you get around or above where a habanero is is where i stop anything that's hotter than that is not worth it when i was younger my dad uh thought it would be funny if um he got me to eat like a quarter size chunk like the size of a quarter of wasabi oh no and i would must have been well i must have been like seven years old And I was pretty good about trying new foods. So my dad was like, hey, I'll give you $10 now to a seven-year-old in the the early 2000s. I'm doing that. That's like dope money. I'm like, $10? I'm like, hell yeah. I'll eat it. It's a little, it's so tiny. It's just like a green blob, whatever. I stuck the whole thing in my mouth. And within like 30 seconds, I was crying, puking, and just like miserable. And my mom was screaming at my dad, like screaming at him. Um, 
would you and spend that ten dollars on? I don't even know, but I I thought I was going to die. Like it was so <laughs> spicy that I felt it in my throat. It felt like my throat was closing. It was so spicy. Yeah, um, I think things are spicier when you're a kid too. Because like you oh, remember really? when like Sprite was spicy <laughs> when you were a kid. Sprite was spicy. No. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe my dad like destroyed my taste buds when I was seven. <laughs> no, you just called anything that was like had bubbles or was weird was called spicy by a kid. Yeah. Really? Like, Ooh, it was spicy. I didn't get that. I, I didn't do that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, carbonated drinks used to really hurt me. I couldn't the drink Sprite. were painful. Yeah, I couldn't drink Sprite because I'd get immediate hiccups that would last for a couple hours. It's only Sprite, though. There's a like, meme. Coke was fine. Dr. Pepper was fine. It was just Sprite. There's a meme now online about how, for some reason, like McDonald's Sprite is the spiciest Sprite. What? <laughs> and I think on April Fool's, McDonald's made a like fake ad that was just like, it's finally coming to you. We've made it extra spicy. And it, they made like cans of extra spicy McDonald's Sprite. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But good for them. Um. I do like horseradish, which is basically same. the same as uh, wasabi, but I I have to go into it, like, cautiously, because some days I'll be like, mm, delicious horseradish, and other days I'll be like, why is my nose falling off? See, I don't like any of that stuff, but give me, like, a mustard that mm. has, like, horseradish in it. Like, I want that mustard to, like, burn my nostrils. Yeah. Um, that I love that, but I can't do spicy. I can't do wasabi. I can't, I don't want to feel that much pain when I'm eating. <laughs> they do make um, habaneros now without the capsaicin in there because habaneros are actually very delicious too. They have a, a quite like floral taste to them that's like really good. Hmm. But yeah, because I love the flavor, and sometimes the 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 heat is too much, so. They yeah. do make them without them now. And they're called something different, but I don't remember what. Um, farmers are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this one goes out to farmers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just got a special hot sauce from a farmer's market in D.C. I was visiting my brother. Very excited to have it on something. Yeah, I picked up some hot sauce from St. Lucia. Kind of like it. Um, but now I'm kind of getting sick of it. <laughs> Do you think? We, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what we could do is just all make all take all of our hot sauces we have left over and make one super hot sauce. Oh, gross! I want to try yeah. uh, Steve O from Jackass has his own hot sauce, and it's like doing pretty well. And it's called Steve O's hot sauce for your butthole. <laughs> I want to try that. Do you think that Ammonite puts hot sauce on the plankton that it eats? Um. I think plankton is uh, the perfect food, so he probably he, he, he probably doesn't have to flavor it up. Yeah, he, he's probably like a salt pepper, put it on the barbecue for a little bit, medium rare, mm. medium sort of guy. Yeah. Let's it sit for a couple of uh, minutes before cracking into one, you know. I got um, it. Yeah, that's... The only that's one of two facts that we know about Ammonite. <laughs> well, we know a couple of things. We know that it's eighty-seven percent male, mostly mostly male. Um, 
87% extinct. Yeah. Yeah, except that it came back to life and now it's very prevalent. Yeah, apparently it's a problem now that people have been uh, zapping them back to life and then releasing them out into the wild. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy if there was a movie about that exact thing, except it, with something interesting like dinosaurs. I know that uh, there's definitely like an issue with the zebra mussels, which are like little mussels that are in our area. They They kind of just like chonk their way into pipes and on like boats and stuff so i like to imagine that that's basically what ammonite's doing is he's like sucking on a a ship's blowhole (laughs) (laughs) clogging it up and causing it to go uh bottoms up just because uh he's in the waterways now and he evolved in a time where there was no uh ships or big things and there was only plankton i know i saw this video today apparently that the military has a canal leading to the great lakes that is uh electrocuted they have a charge on it and it's to stop the carp that have become (laughs) a dominant species that would completely ruin the ecosystem and they've been coming up that way so they made a canal and the bottom of it is lined with these like capacitors that just electrocute the all of the water. The only boats that are allowed through are like trade ships and everybody has to be inside of the boat at all times and there's all these regulations because if you swim there, you will die. Like your heart will stop. Oh wow. But um what if yeah, you go it's pretty crazy. There? And the thing about the carps is that like it doesn't really kill them, but it um will zap them and basically it'll put them to sleep and they'll just start going downstream and they'll wake up somewhere like, what the fuck? (laughs) Which is kind of crazy. But a lot of uh, seagulls hang out in that area because if they make it too far, they'll turn around because they can sense the electricity. But if they don't and they get shocked, the seagulls will like risk it, go down in. And apparently at the surface, they're like, okay enough that they can grip them out without dying. But yeah. Seagulls are crazy, man. They are. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna risk dying just to, just to eat a meal. It's just crazy that we like made an electric fucking like we made like a Mario level between <laughs> the lakes and the carp. It's just wild. Yeah, humans are crazy. We shouldn't have been gifted intelligence. Well, then we wouldn't have Pokemon. Uh... You ever just think sometimes, like, human beings, how we evolved is just so insane. Like, so I was working out today, and I'm like, yo, why the fuck do I have to work out and make my body feel like shit for, like, 30 minutes a day in order to stay healthy? Like, did did the people, like, the first human beings have to, like, work this hard to stay in shape? I don't know. But then I'm also thinking at the same time, they probably didn't have as much food to, you know, be gluttonous over like me. So, (laughs) So they probably stayed in shape because of that. But I'm just thinking, like, I was thinking of people who, like, power lift and get super buff and muscular and i'm like why why was that why has that been like a thing that that human humans just want to do well they get big too because they have the calories to uh, dedicate to muscle whereas like in the past 
we were leaner probably because of malnutrition and shorter because of malnutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the only reason that we um, kind of, <laughs> I, I think that we like developed like a higher intelligence is because we had the, the resources to, to put towards our brain, which takes like 10% of our calories away. Um, but it kind of sucks that like a great ape can like not work out a day in his life and be able to like destroy me and I could be working out my entire life and, <laughs> and not even be able to like do like one push up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not, not, not that I, I can do push ups now, but oh, I can't. Well, you can use a stylus to play a game on a 3DS, and a great ape can't do that. That, you yeah, know what? Well, I've seen Coco. <laughs> yeah, but a great apes get to be friends with Robin Williams, and we didn't yeah, get to. I didn't get to. I only got to watch the, the blue guy give three wishes to my, my pal Al. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hey, did you know that um, in the Pokemon Red and Blue Beta, Ammonite was originally named S-E-S-S? That would have been it a was, good name. Yeah, right? Because it, it supposedly it comes from the word escargo. So, Do you know what Amastar's name was? What? Cargo. Oh, see, that see? would have been so much better. I think it's cool. I think it's pretty funny. I like S. I don't like cargo. Um... But S yeah. would be cool because it's just two letters, th- uh, three, uh, three word, what, three three letters made up of two letters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would have tied with Eevee as the only other Pokemon that has two letters in its name, and that's it. Yeah, and I guess tied with Mew for shortest name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Omni is boring. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say even in the other languages, the French name is Amonita, and the German name is Amonitas, and the Japanese name is Omnite, uh, which is a combination of Amugai, Amugai, which is Nautilus, and Ammonite. <laughs> so, so it's named Ammonite, is what you're it's, saying. It's called Ammonite, and it's named after an Ammonite. I guess if we're going to talk about Ammonite, we should kind of just talk about who he is and what he's all about. He he's a he's a a blue guy. He's got ten tentacles. He lives in his shell, which is a, a helix, and the shell is what you find when you need to revive him. He he gets revived from his shell at the the lab in. Uh, Cinnabar Island, where all of uh, humanity's mistakes have become real. <laughs> um, he swims by taking those uh, ten tentacles and like uh, drilling them in the water, and he regulates his buoyancy with air in his shell. And immediately, I thought, well. Um, he farts out that air to sink and then he sucks up more air to, uh, to, uh, go up. But I don't think that's actually how that happens because I wanted to think that he farted, but he probably doesn't. 
because I I was watching a uh, a YouTube channel about what uh, submarines do, and I think that they become buoyant and less buoyant by compressing the air to uh, to sink, and then uh, uncompressing the air to float. So he's just got to be like pushing air around in a shell, shell to to sink and float. I like the farting part. I think that the farting would be funnier. I think I'm gonna vote on farting. What about you guys? Yep, he's definitely a farter. I dig that for sure. I like that his tentacles often look like a little mustache, and so farting is definitely uh, best with a little mustache on his face. That's a great combo. That's like (laughs) a a award-winning combo. Farting's funny, but farting with a little mustache? (laughs) It's great. Can't be beat. Cannot be beat. And then, Um, of of course, I said before, in Twitch Plays Pokemon, uh, the lore goes that um, there were three gods, uh, Lord Helix, uh, the, the Betrayer Usurper, the Dome, and um, and then a, a third secret god who became part of Lance's team, the Old Amber. And Lord Helix gave to the world uh, life, uh, music, and all things good. And uh, the Lord Dome, the Usurper, wants uh, nothing but destruction. And so the, the choice was made in Mount Moon on uh, who you would... Uh, dedicate your life to and luckily Twitch plays Pokemon being wise and just and only making good decisions chose Lord Helix uh, who they they kept with them for a time I don't remember the the journey I just remember that uh, he was probably the most remembered uh, member of that team well and the other thing too is they would consistently like use the helix fossil item and so the idea became that like they were consulting the the fossil every time they needed to make a decision yeah uh, so it's there crazy. were times uh, well yeah. i was just gonna say there were times where like they would like use the helix fossil like 20 times in a row and then like release <laughs> one of their pokemon and be like the helix fossil is chosen that's <laughs> I, did we explain what... I know we explained it in previous episodes, but yeah, have we explained it? A long time ago. But, so give, give the people an explanation. Twitch so, Plays Pokemon is literally what it sounds like. I I don't remember what like the average uh, base was, but basically what happened was some guy set up um, a stream that could be... And, and tossed on Pokemon, and every single button press was determined by the uh, the program he wrote, looking to see what somebody in chat wrote, like an up, a down, a left, a right, an A, a B, a start, a select, and uh, selecting one of them and doing that one button press. And so you can imagine, I think at its height, there might have been and correct me if I'm wrong, like, at least hundreds of thousands of people, like, um, basically spamming it. 
And it got to a point where they had to change the rules up a little bit by introducing a democracy and an anarchy mode. Mm -hmm. uh, democracy mode being uh, a mode that you can turn on without any like cooldown. It could be in a democracy or anarchy mode, like switched like a, a light switch. But uh, democracy mode would like take a an average of the button presses and a democracy or uh, anarchy mode would just take a button press randomly. And the, for the democracy, it would be like everybody could vote what would be the next move. And after like five seconds, it would pick whatever got the most votes. And that was specifically needed in the uh, rocket hideout, uh, the floor tile puzzle yeah um, and then also too there were some times where uh trees needed to be cut and uh by like erica's gym and that is very difficult because you have to open the menu navigate to the pokemon pick the hm and like it needs to all be very perfectly timed and in chaos mode where everybody's just throwing things at the wall and you know it whatever sticking is sticking it's very difficult to make that happen so yeah i loved how i could go to bed and wake up the next day and like it would be chaos like some <laughs> some like major heavy hitter on the team would be like gone forever but it, it but they made it and they made it with like every pokemon game thereafter as well and i think it has extended past that and been like twitch plays dark souls and i think people have have accomplished that even somehow i don't even know but it's uh it's crazy um the stories yeah. that came from that i can't wait until carl finally beats dark souls he's trying every day you mean carl of the every f and ff podcast i hear they're doing a new season where they're going through final fantasy 13 what's uh what's I... y'all's favorite final fantasy well, I got my copy of 13, so I've been playing it again, and I do enjoy it. Um, I've never played Final Fantasy. I know, I know. I that's to. okay. You, Mine's you Kingdom Hearts. Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. I really hope that eventually they branch off uh, into Kingdom between Hearts. Between that or uh, Crystal Theater Chronicles. Rhythm. <laughs> what was that? Theater Rhythm. Yes. 100% yes, that. Uh, it's Super Smash Brothers, where I play Cloud. No, I refuse to play Cloud. You said C Canal earlier, and I thought it's funny to let everybody know that every single time I read Canal in my head, I pronounce it just in my head, Canal. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a Mortal Kombat bad guy. That's so funny. That, canal is always going to be a great word for me because um, we live around the block and I grew up around the block from this place called the Old Canal Inn. And for the longest time, uh, its sign is a neon sign. So that for the longest time, <laughs> the scene is oh, out. No. <laughs> and the best part Forever. is vertical. And it's, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's at uh, old, old Anal old Inn. Old Anal Inn. <laughs> Two. Apparently, I don't know where the first one is, but we oh. live by the old anal and two. And the Dude, funny and the thing is that part... uh, Weird New Jersey was actually founded there. <laughs> the popular magazine. The funniest part, though, is like, it's like a sleazy looking place, too. So it's like old anal in. There's definitely anal happening there. 
It's a nice place. I like it. It's we have to go. No, it's not. Have you ever been inside? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been inside? Of old, of anal. old anal in? <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's the, that's the best sign I think I could ever, like, think of. The old anal in? Yeah. How... How could you top that? You can't top that. The the best part is that they really just didn't change the sign for years. Years. Th- do, you, do you think they knew, they knew what they were doing? Oh, of course. Yeah. Not that you can humor. just like fix signs willy nilly. Like who who's who's got sign fixing money to throw around? I wonder if days? like like residents complained or something. No, I doubt it. People love funny. that. Yeah, people, it's too funny. People love stuff like that. People have a sense of humor. You could say rude stuff and people will titter under their breath. Nobody ever takes things out of, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, off the deep end. Never. Um, Not here. Another thing I love Omnite for is uh, I love just getting one. And then going, teaching it surf, and then taking my level 30 Omnite into Blaine's gym and, like, sweeping the place with it. Because Blaine's gym is just fire types, and Omnite is uh, water rock, so four times resistant to any any fire type move, resistant to any, you know, uh, normal type moves, which fire type moves in the first generation, but like that was their only backup, like a, a strong takedown or something. And this is the second to last gym if you're doing things in order. And you're you got this level 30 like uh, tentacle monster. Uh, he's cute, he's small. Uh, you can name him S if you want to, and then he just like trounces the place absolutely destroys it i love doing that i love being like welcome to the world's uh long extinct friend go <laughs> defeat defeat an entire gym filled with uh, crazy scientists i so you were obviously an ammonite person you went with helix every time yeah i was always a dome fossil really why uh, i just thought it looked cooler huh. No way. Ammonite is definitely cooler looking. Well, it comes down to the evolution. Still cooler looking. Really? Yeah. Kabutops has scythe arms. His arms are knives. And he's, he's got bug. like... He's not a... He's like a, like a crab Bug looking. Guy. He looks like a bug. I'm not into it. It's like a horseshoe crab, dude. He's brown. Yeah. I'd, also, in okay. the anime... Just their eyes, like, peering through the dark was very dope. The Kabuto. Are you going to give away all of our uh, Kabuto uh, ammunition in the I Omanite didn't say nothing. His arms are normal arms. Forget I said anything. <laughs> yeah, no, the Amistar definitely does not look super threatening. Uh, you know, it, it kind of mean looking, I guess. But I don't know, he, he's just got those cute little tentacle arms. You just want to squish them. Well, Star like is pretty scary looking. I don't know. I wouldn't want to fuck with one of those. They look like they're raising the roof. 
He, but look at that! Look at that mouth. That mouth is like you don't want to stick shit in there. What that mouth do? What that mouth do? Eat your face. Okay, but it's like I don't know. It's like a if a toddler had a knife, it's like okay, dangerous. That's equally like, as scary. I can get that away from me. Like I'm not that scared. Oh my god! The you know what? The things they say about Amistar is that uh, he's the slowest man in the universe because his shell's so heavy. And he can crack open a shelter and suck out the insides. No, no <laughs> problems. You know what's really was really funny that you say that, Stephen, about toddler and toddlers and knives. Um, another friend of the pod from uh, Adventures in Collecting has a daughter who is learning how to speak, uh, but she like can't make um, words yet. Like she knows what she wants, she can point to it. Um, but she can't say the words for certain things. So yesterday we were eating dinner and she was just pointing and going like crazy, like just pointing at the table. There's so much on the table. And then finally uh, her mom picks up a, a knife and she's like, you want a knife? And she like starts smiling like, yeah. She's like, I'm not giving you a knife. <laughs> she wants to learn the blade. Let her learn the blade. Oh my God. It was so funny. Um, anyway. Well, but basically she'd think... become an Amistar. Right. Yeah. Amistar is cooler. Also, also, Ammonite and Amistar have the most beautiful shiny poke up uh, shiny versions with their beautiful tan shell, and then their body turns purple. It's such like that's our wedding colors right there. It's like a nice lavender, yeah. It's beautiful, chef's kiss, beautifully done. If you could turn purple, would you turn purple? Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I would. You can. You just hold your breath a lot. <laughs> no, I turn red. Uh, better luck next time. Yeah, you just gotta hold a little longer. <laughs> I probably wouldn't though, because I think I just look like one big bruise. I loved it on like Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry when they would hold their breath and then they turn red and then they turn purple and then they turn <laughs> green, blue, red really fast. Like they just go through all the colors a million times. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Ammonite. Cartoons don't hold their breath anymore. That's the problem with them. That's where yeah. I, I need to it's stand that, up and say no more. That game. We, we turned it into a game and then everybody lost and we decided not to do it anymore. Oh, the hold your breath game? Yeah. That's like a game that transcends like... People still Culture. like die from it. Are you serious? Yeah. I, think I used even, to like... always try to hold my breath going all the way through the Lincoln Tunnel. Ow. How? I don't think Are I you... would ever do it. Is your name David Blaine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if there wasn't any traffic, I'd try to hold my breath the entire way. That's pretty wild. That kind of sounds like, or it reminds me of, um, you remember when that contest was happening when the Wii came out? And the person had to like so the hold contestants. your way for a wee, and then and they, they died. died. Yeah, yeah, and they like basically drowned themselves because they drank so much water and di- didn't pee, and they drowned. They like internally drowned and died for a fucking wee. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, don't hold anything in. Just let it all out. Yeah, let it it's out. Fine. Let it out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Give me a wee. I farted. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Farts are great. Let them out, everybody. Let them out, especially in front of your significant others. They want to hear them. Oh, man. But do it in a safe location in the case that it, it turns into a shark. Yeah. Yes, because that. we're all adults here. Yes. 
We are a shart-friendly podcast. I forget in my previous relationships when that was breached, but when it was, I became a much happier person. Right? You see? You don't... You, the first couple of times you meet somebody, you want them to like you. You go, <laughs> you go out to eat, you walk around a lot, you make a lot of bubbles in your gut. And mm-hmm. you're just holding it nonstop until you get home and you fart for like two minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, Peter, you're basi- for years. You're basically like an ammonite going through the water. Yeah, you're basically holding your uh, your air for buoyancy. I bet you if you have to fart, you're probably more buoyant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I have to see a gastro and. Terologist, and I can ask them. Well, you know, have, have you ever done that thing where you let out all the air in your lungs, and then you like hold hold yourself at the bottom of the pool, versus oh, yeah. like if you take like a big breath of air, you like yeah. float more towards the top. Yeah, huh. it's always fun. I always uh, pretended like I was some alligator on the bottom of the pool. That uh, is fun. That is yeah. fun. You know I what? I love kid. that. I love being an alligator, Stephen. It's better than being an ammonite. Yeah, it sure pretty is. Pretty boring. Well, Dead for for centuries. Oh, also, I wanted to point out, um, there's no Pokedex entries for Arceus. So, do we think it was already extinct during that time? Because hmm. I was kind oh, of yeah. disappointed. No, of, of no it was. It, would be. Yeah. it was like billions of years. Oh. Yeah, because this is like the Crustaceous period or something. Mm. Um, yeah, and Arceus is probably during the what seventeen, eighteen hundreds, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, why did they end up dying out? Uh, well, we find out during Amistar that it's potentially because their shells got too heavy, and they only wanted to eat food that was nearby. So. When their prey became too fast for them, they would just starve and die. So you mean yeah. they were fat and happy and just died that way? It's it's actually a thing for a lot of animals. Um, like lobsters don't have a set age in which they die. They can technically live forever. Oh, but wow. what ends up happening a lot of times is they just get too big to the point where they can't eat uh, mm. enough food. And then they starve to death and then they die. Um, same thing with like alligators like they can technically grow to be as big as they need to be but once they get to the point where they need to eat like a cow every day that's just not sustainable and so they end up dying you know so yeah same thing happens to Amistar yeah poor guy Um, although he might not have died out entirely he might have been a uh, distant ancestor and uh, diverged into the octillery line. Ah, oh, I could see that. Like kind of evolved into octillery? Yeah, because of the little tentacles. Mm-hmm. You know, I never understood Remoraid and octillery. No, nobody does. I've been <laughs> yeah. talking about, me and my friends have been talking about this since the second generation was new. I can't wait to do that Pokemon because I'm just so curious. Like, how did that come to be? Um, We're going to find out. Yeah. I mean, stay tuned. I mean, by, uh, you know, next year, maybe. 
I mean, we already have like half of Gen 2 done with all the baby Pokemon and that stuff. That is so true. I do forget that we have a lot of Pokemon in the future done already. Yeah. No, I bet you a couple of months. I mean, we might take a little bit of a break, but it, it, it's been going so much faster than I ever anticipated. So, Same. We're moving. We're making good headway on this. Yeah. Especially if we get more Almanites and Amistars. I think I've already expanded all of my my knowledge. I have a couple other things. Um, Ammonite was also preyed upon by Archaeops. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, there were uh, Ammonite fossils that have been found with bite marks from Archaeops. Um, and Archaeops, and then, that's the... Uh, it's like the bird thing. The bird thing, yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that I was going to say is that Ammonite's Pokedex number may be referring to the Golden Spiral or the Fibonacci sequence. Oh, yeah, I Um, read that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Ammonite's number is 138. And um, if you are to, uh, like, take the... Uh, golden ratio of the 360 degrees of a circle then you end up with 137.5 degrees which would round to 138 Ammonite's number and having a hard time with yeah um radians oh yeah radians it's just a different way to represent degrees and you're basically saying like okay we all know that um the circumference of a circle is uh like two pi r um but if we just imagine that the radius is one like it's arbitrary it doesn't really matter because all circles are the same um if we just imagine that like two pi then the radians just tell us like how far along that two pi we've gone so if I say, oh, one pi radians, that means I've gone halfway around the circle. It's 180 degrees. Yeah, at this point, I've just remembered what um, 30, 45. Uh, yeah, pi 60, over 6, yeah. pi over 4, pi over 3, all those good ones. Let's turn this into a math podcast. Can we turn I was just going to say, I'm podcast? already lost, y'all. I'm never going to get my math. <laughs> this is some like pre-calc stuff, but it's good. It's just a different way of representing degrees where instead of using arbitrary numbers, See, I talk must about have the missed it entirely in high school because I remember the teacher was like, uh, make sure your calculator is in radians, make sure it's in degrees. And I was so, just like, I, I don't know when to change that. And now I know. When we learned it, we learned it probably more in pre-calculus but when i started teaching it um myself i was teaching it to kids in like geometry and that was what was always really surprising to me was how much of the stuff that like i didn't learn sequences and series until like college and they were teaching having me teach it to like freshmen and sophomores and i was like wow like kids nowadays have it tough because they're learning really difficult things really quickly and they're capable of doing it don't get me wrong but um it's uh we sometimes i was like we need to remind ourselves these are kids and they need breaks Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i I had a whole uh, summer break between learning this yeah i remember um really losing touch when 
I was getting into the like really entrenched in the quadratic equations and stuff like that. I was just like, all right, I think I'm good. I somehow made it through calculus in high school, dude. I tried to, I think I mentioned this in another, another uh, episode, but I tried to um, study for a GRE so I can get into, you know, a master's program. And I was like, well, fuck that. (laughs) I don't remember anything math related. Yeah, I, I always say like it's it's tough because once you get to calculus, calculus is actually pretty simple as long as you have like a really good foundation. Like you yeah. need to know what everything means. But once you really get down to it, it's like kind of just like logic mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, oh, if I just zoom in on this really close anything curved is going to end up like if I look at this picture of the Mona Lisa on my computer screen, if I just zoom in, it's just pixels, right? It's all just like straight lines, but then it's about like, actually, what am I looking at and how does this help me? And how do I use this in a meaningful way? Like that's the tricky part. But um, I've, I've said like, I could teach somebody the foundations of calculus in five minutes. Uh, It's just, what do you do with it from there? And then uh, it comes into Pokemon fairly often with the golden ratio helix. Yeah, I that well, you can't come into Pokemon or else you'll go to jail. <laughs> the the golden ratio. <laughs> I just got that. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Continue. No, old Canal in. <laughs> old Canal. Um. No, the golden ratio, the Fibonacci spiral, like all of this stuff, it comes up time and time again because like nature obviously favors stuff that works in the best, most efficient way. And so we can, you know, put a number to that. And so that golden ratio shows up in nature all the time. And then it shows up in the shell of the Ammonite. You know, the, the Nautilus shell. Yeah, um, nature's most perfect Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It is a that. cutie. I've seen better. <laughs> but it's still neat. What's your... what's? Uh, this is our first fossil Pokemon. This is our first Pokemon that was brought back from extinction. Um, do you guys have a favorite fossil Pokemon? I think... Well, I... I mean, there's not that many, but yeah. You mean all together, like out of every single one? Or at least your like least favorite. I do not like this new batch of fossils. I the ones either. that are the mismatches because... Oh my god, yeah, they're ridiculous. <laughs> they make me uncomfortable. You uh, say comfortable like my father does. It's very endearing. Oh yeah? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. People do say that word completely different. And there's no way I can uh, I can change it. It's just it's just the the way it's just the the way that you speak it. I guess uncomfortable. I um, love it. Never change. I will never change. My comfort level is uh, with uncomfortable is comfort <laughs> comfortable right now. Um, I think my favorite fossil. Uh, is uh, Rampardos. This is a good one. Yeah. I like that one too. My favorite is uh, Amora and Aurorus. Oh, cuties. so beautiful. Yeah, majestic. And then if I want like a badass, I think 
I think I'm really, really like sh- uh, Shieldong or Shield, whatever. How yeah. do you say him? He's say cool. Um, of course, Dave is a big fan of uh, uh, Lil Leap and Crated. Yeah, Crady I was going to say. The, yeah, the... Dick Reef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but for serious, I. Uh, for serious. For serious, I like um, Kabuto, Kabutops. those are my guys yeah i was gonna say the same but i actually just kind of really like kabuto i could do without kabutops i agree he's cool but i just like if i got a kabuto i just wanted to scuttle around next to me all the time like a little roomba friend yeah Yeah. he's cute i actually was also a a big fan of tyrant and tyrantrum i had those on my team in next and why yeah, they were pretty cool. I like them. Um, if we're going to expand what we we consider a fossil Pokemon, this is not a fossil Pokemon, by the way. I really like Relicanth. Oh, I yeah, like Relicanth, too. Yeah, that pretty cool. But the yeah. whole thing, Relicanth is still around. That's yeah. the... Was thought to have been extinct, but yeah. they, they, they found him, like, in deep, sealed, like, cavern. Um, I guess we're gonna find out how these uh, guys uh, used to get it on ten thousand yeah. years ago. The only thing uh, I have I is that you get there. yeah, you yeah. The only thing we left out, I I don't know, maybe someone mentioned it, is that uh, you get an almond star after uh, you evolve your almondite to level forty. Yeah, that's pretty late. But yeah, well, you, you get him at level 30, so it's just a 10 mm. level difference. Yeah, but if you're gonna breed one, yeah, all the way back at level time. one, yeah, you're right. I never think about breeding until Dave came into my life, and I think about breeding at least once a day. Mm-hmm. Speaking of came into your life, let's play <laughs> the who you gonna fuck game, yeah. Um, so, at first I was, I had to think, like, do fossils even fuck? But then I remembered that that's why so many people get gonorrhea at old folks' homes. Oh, man. (laughs) Because old (laughs) things love to do it with their genitals. So this is a game. The fossils do a bad job at fucking. That's why there were fossils, and now they're not extinct. They're too heavy. They're too (laughs) heavy. Um, so... This game, who are you gonna fuck? You have listened, not listened before. I'm going to list a few Pokemon that all have something to do with each other, and you're going to let me know which one, if it were to mate with Amistar or Ammonite, would not produce an egg. All right. So we are going to go through a list of Pokemon that are all also fossil Pokemon. So here we go, Kabutops. Dick breathed neck, Crawdilly, <laughs> Aurorus, or as autocorrect put it in, Armando, <laughs> <laughs> which of course is Armaldo. Armaldo. I I think I, the first time I read it, I did read it as Armando. <laughs> it, it definitely I think was just I like. Too. I think you mean Armando. I'm like, <laughs> I just read, I just wrote Aurorus, and you were in Crawdilly, and you're fine. But <laughs> actually, I forgot to mention that Ammonite was 
auto-corrected for me to Ima, like I'm going to, but like the slang term, Ima green, <laughs> like the color, Ima green. <laughs> oh man, don't tickle me, I'm a green. I'm a green. <laughs> so I thought that was entertaining. I'm going to say Kabutops. I'm going to say Armando. <laughs> I was going to go with Aurorus or whatever. And you would be correct. Aurorus. Um, so, weirdly enough, Amistar is not part of any mineral, as you'd expect, uh, or monster type. It is just a Water 1 and Water 3. Hmm. And Kabutops, also a Water 1, Water 3. Really? Um, Crawdilly is in, in the Water group. Armaldo's in the Water group. Aurorus, however, is just monster type see i thought aurorus aurorus would be in the water well it's also not a water type i realize it learned some water moves but it's ice yeah Yeah. so that's the thing with like ice type pokemon yeah like i remember using a vaporeon and just being like wow having ice moves is neat but like there were very few straight up ice pokemon early on in the game right because like look at like what ice Pokemon would you pick out from the first gen? Oh, I know them all. Uh, Lapras, Cloyster, Dugong, Jinx. I mean, they're all multi-type for the most part. Yeah. At, or at least they became later. Yeah, like, there's no there's no pure ice types. No. Hmm. No. That came a little bit later, so. It's interesting, though. Because oh. ice and water, believe it or not, guys, same ingredients. <laughs> really you don't yeah. say yeah. wild crazy um card game the speaking of ice i'm actually going to be uh doing my competitive battling soon Ooh, do tell i don't know when that's gonna be but it's probably gonna be in early september i'm gonna have to compose i'm gonna have to download pokemon showdown compose a team and uh fight in a in a tournament style uh to to get to the top i know a lot about pokemon over the generations and how to beat computers very nicely i don't know anything about competitive pokemon so I'm going to go in there. I'm not going to brush up. I'm just going to have fun. And nice. I'll, I'll see I'll see where I go. I'm going to go on to the Smogon forums. I'm going to find a uh, monotype ice team. I'm going to copy it exactly. <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do. This is for is the gym ice challenge. Your favorite, if your favorite... Uh, oh, wait. You, did you get assigned ice? or? I got assigned ice uh, from the random number generator. Okay. And... Um, this is the gym leader challenge uh, that was uh, put on by uh, Anders on Twitch and uh, Nini's on Twitch. Uh, and they're doing it just to get everybody hyped for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, Hell yeah. And, and it was uh, in X and Y, you beat X and Y using your assigned type, and then you... Uh, partake in a, in a challenge and the easiest way to do that is on showdown because it's more accessible that way 
for sure. Is, is it going to be uh, live at any point on Twitch or? I don't know. Uh, All right. When you might... have those details, let us know because. I think what actually is going to happen is that the replays are going to be watched by somebody uh, on uh, probably Anders on his uh, on his Twitch. But um, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll keep everyone posted. Because if we could be there live, the the daycare dittos community to root for you, let us know. We'd love to be there. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll try to see. I don't know anything about Pokemon Showdown too, but um, yeah, I'll I'll try to make it so that people can can see it. Um, Just freeze them every time. I am. <laughs> if that happens, uh, I, I will have been smiled upon by the uh, RNG Jesus because that doesn't uh, happen that often. And also, I'm going in there fully anticipating to like be paired up with somebody who knows exactly what they're doing. And I might not be swept, but yeah, I might get. Um, suckered into a strat i've never seen before i don't know so we'll see i think you're gonna do great you know a whole lot more you're very modest and i mean the most important part about pokemon is just have fun right yeah there it is i am modest so my attack has been lowered but that means my special (laughs) attack is higher (laughs) see you already have a ton of skin in the game you got this yeah, for people who don't know, Pokemon Natures, uh, Modest is one of them. And that means your attack gets lowered, but your special attack is higher. It's great for those uh, special attackers. So, Sarah, for this card game, are we guessing uh, the uh, fossil, uh, the old fossil cards, how many of those there are as well? You're just going to guess how many uh, Ammonite, how many times Ammonite has appeared on a card and how many times Amistar has appeared on a card in the TCG. Because I remember in the TCG, Ammonite was a an evolution that had to be placed on a trainer card. It was, yeah. Um, I don't know if they did away with that. I don't... I don't I think they, they have the trainers. Yeah, the trainers weren't on here on the list. It's just cards that. Yeah, no trainers. Just just Ammonite or, or Amistar cards. I thought it was a far shot, but it might it might have uh, played into it somehow. Nah, it's just no no trainers. Okay. All right. So it did. They they you know they did debut in the fossil expansion. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So how many cards do we think our our little our little guy Omnite comes on? I'm gonna say a wonderful twenty-one. Hey, they can drink beer. Okay. I was gonna say fourteen. Alright. I was gonna say twelve. Alright, well Steven's right on the money with fourteen. Ah, nice. Fourteen cards, baby. It just spoke to me. Ammonite literally spoke to me. It's that uh, Fibonacci circle. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Is that what it's called? Round up. Round up to 14. Yeah. <laughs> the golden ratio is 14. All right. And what about Omnistar? Uh, 13. Even less impressive. <laughs> 15. 
14. Hey, all right. So Peter has some faith in the number 14. I was I was told by by the golden ratio it was 14 again. 14. <laughs> Lord Equal Helix. representation here. I think that's the first time this has happened. Lord Helix saved me. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the first time that so far that each evolution in the family has had the an equal yeah. amount of cards. I think you're right. Um, yeah. I would love a Lord Helix shirt, actually. Somebody has to make one, right? Yeah, I'll look online for that. Do you remember when people were Pastafarians? Yeah. What, what is that? The internet was a weird place. The internet was fun back then. Um, Pastafarians were a group of people who um, worshipped the flying spaghetti monster. Uh, okay. Uh, Interesting. I, <laughs> I don't know if there is a deeper lore to that, other than uh -huh. the fact that uh, there are pictures of a god, which is a... Um, you know, on, on God's body and for a head, there would be uh, a pile of spaghetti with uh, two meatballs and then, like, two big old Google eyes. And if he blesses you, he will touch you with his noodly appendage. <laughs> oh, that sounds grimy. Okay. All right. I'm going to have some nightmares tonight. That's, that's, yeah. Thanks. Can you imagine if God chooses you to bear his son? <laughs> and then some jokester just brings you myrrh like an idiot. God. Please. After all that. Someone um, brings you myrrh. But that has been yeah. another episode of Daycare Dittos. We said it was going to go fast, but somehow we always make it work. <laughs> it's always an hour. Yeah. Uh... You can find us on Instagram at Daycare Dittos, uh, wherever you're listening to us right now. I bet you find us there. Um, I use Google Podcast. See, he uses Google Podcast. What do you That's guys use? use? Spotify. Ooh. I use Apple Podcasts. Oh. Same. Wow, we're like very. We're, we represent a lot of the the platforms here. Yeah, love it. We're a rainbow, a melting pot of podcast. Uh, anything else going on that we want to share? Um, Other gym challenge stuff? Wish me luck. Yes, of course. We're going to be rooting for you. Uh, let me know once you become a gym leader, we'll have to design your badge. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just a piece of ice that I give it to a kid and then it melts. Be like, it's just ah. an ice, yeah, an ice cube. <laughs> A melted ice cube badge. Yeah. A little hook on it and I could stab him with it. <laughs> um, Alright. And like we say at the end of every episode, catch the... Catch them, guys. <laughs> catch them. Don't let them catch you. I am adding to our uh, awkward outro that we always have. Yeah. Done. Peace Bye. out. Bye.